The Fast Break Layup NBA podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Lab NBA podcast. We got um, me, as usual, Samuel, your host. We got Dev, say what's up. Yo, what's good? Kev, say what's up. Good night, good night. All right, let's get into these quick headlines before we get into our main stories. Uh, so I saw earlier this week, like after we finished the first, the last week's episode, I saw that um, there was a headline. It was like, it said James Harden told the Rockets that they need to get rid of um, Chris Paul after the Warrior series last year. And um, I also saw um, that Melo had warned Chris Paul that they were going to trade him. <laughs> And then another story I saw was that, or that I've been hearing the past couple of weeks, is that um, Chris Paul had went to Daryl Morey and asked Daryl Morey, like, is he going to trade him to the Thunder? And Daryl Morey said no, and then proceeded to trade him a couple of days later. So you would be your own man's. <laughs> it, it'd be your own man's, bro. Because I would have never thought Harden would be responsible for all that. I'm thinking Harden. I'm, then again, to see them arguing a bench, and I was like, oh, people argue all the time. That yeah, I don't know where people start getting in, that get in trade, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, Harden just got too much of an ego. I mean, which he deserves. He deserves you it. Just, but you can see the way he time. acts on the court when like niggas take shots and they miss. Yeah, it's just I don't know. He, he gets mad whenever they miss a shot. It's like Kyrie. <laughs> like, he he, he, he cooking, he he cooking missing, so much where it don't yeah, matter. He he be missing like thirty shots though, so I don't know why he getting tired of anybody for missing, bro. We're gonna talk about Harden a little bit later, but what you call yeah. it? Next headline: We got Trey Young was involved in an emotional locker room scene, as it was described with the Hawks after a loss the other day. I mean, the Hawks—they've been disappointing this year. I thought they would have like they would be like a playoff, like a low playoff seed, but they've been struggling. Look like they're gonna be back in the lottery this year. And they're missing John Collins. Yeah, they're missing John Collins bad. So when we when we say emotional, right? We talk about he was crying or something. No, I don't think emotional. When I say emotional, you mean like he was probably like angry and screaming. Like he was uh, angry and stuff like that. Like it was probably an argument, a heated argument with like the coaches and stuff. I know, I know him and the the coach aren't really getting along right now. But I heard a team official had told Trey Young like. It's okay. They're gonna get him some help soon. So I don't know if that means they're gonna make a trade, or Boy, does that mean John Collins is coming back, or I don't know. But next headline, we got the Cavs. They involved in mo- a lot of trade rumors because a lot of the veterans on their team are upset with the the new coach. So we got Kevin Love. He's involved in some trade rumors. We got Tristan Thompson involved in some trade rumors, and we got Jordan Clarkson in some trade rumors. It's about time. It's about damn time, like LeBron said. Yeah, they, they gotta, gotta they, they, they gotta they gotta blow it up. They need some moves and they gotta they need a lot of moves really. I think they need to change our coaching staff as well. Go get David Blatt or something. I don't know. They need to change something up in there. And then uh, next headline, we got D'Antoni's chances of lasting after this year are very slim. You're talking about the Rockets coach, correct? Yeah. I think I, I mean I mean I think that was that's expected, no matter how they do. That's new that's news to me though. 
but I mean, it dep- I think it depends how the playoffs go. If they get knocked out first round again or second round, I'd well, they didn't want to. They didn't want to give him an extension this offseason. Or they gave him an extension, but it was like a one-year extension, and he wasn't having it, so. They don't go to the finals. He, his job is gone. And they just... Yeah, a, a lot of those, a lot of those players slim. on that team, too. I mean, it's it's slim. I wouldn't say it's too slim, though. Like, they, they already beat the Clippers. I could see them beating the Lakers. Like, they're beatable. Lakers, Lakers, are, Lakers I feel, like, too big for them. Nah. Anyone's to lose, show me, and... Yeah, true, but I feel like Anthony Davis, Anthony like Davis isn't healthy either. Like he's not taking days off to really But when he much. is, you saw what he was doing to cat. He was eating cat's lunch. Cat is fifty, a, bro. I'm not gonna lie, though. Cat is a what we call a cub. A cat, 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 he folds. Bro, he folded against Capella. He going fold against AD. So I'm yeah. We all saw that picture of him at the Marcus, bro. So I know he a cub. He got to be a little cut down there. So I'm not surprised about 80 folding him. But <laughs> otherwise, I don't know. Capella, Capella's pretty big, though, too. So I can be mad at that. But then after Capella, who who you putting on AD? Tyson? Uh, yeah. Tyson is yeah. defensive player of the Tyson year, bro. Hold, he, he can hold his own, but he can't up there in age. Listen to me, though. That, like that. Here's the thing, though. Once you're defensive player of the year, you will always play defense. You got to realize that your defense doesn't go away. Offense, but, but your effort could. Okay, effort could definitely go away. But yeah. What I know is offense, you could definitely lose some spots on offense if you don't play for a while. But once you play defense, you play defense, bro. Simple as that. That's why I never understood why some people can't play defense when it's really just like... It's effort, bro. basically. It's really effort and... I I mean, this is the... This effort and IQ. IQ. IQ mm-hmm. as well. So, and once you win defensive player of the year... Your defensive IQ is up there, so I would Tyson on AD wouldn't be so bad, really. Right? No, that's, that's, that's gonna be a mismatch, definitely. Tyson because he's he's younger and faster. But there's that's not gonna be a lot of times where AD is in and Tyson isn't at the same time. But then, I mean, we we also forget about the main factor here, LeBron. Who's stopping him on the on the Rockets? I feel like if the threes drop for the Rockets, it'll be yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Rockets offense is what. Brings them so far. Live by the three, yeah. die by the three. And with Westbrook, you're going to end up dying by the three. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lie. The Lakers definitely going to kill them if we got Westbrook taking threes, though. You got to get that boy to stop shooting. You got to stop shooting those threes. Our Lakers team got a lot of pride, though. So they're not going to go into a zone. Zones are really beat. I wouldn't Rockets. be surprised if the Rockets go into a zone, though. Especially oh, with that yeah, size. Their defense is not that good as it used to be with, like, Ariza and Mbamute and them. And I, I know they've been watching other teams play zone on the Lakers, like the Raptors and et cetera. So I know mm-hmm. they probably won't take that into consideration. Especially with Harden. They don't want Harden in no foul trouble and stuff like that. Feel me? So all right, you gotta see how that go. All right, I want to interrupt the 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 headline that we had coming in. Oh I'm watching the Knicks game right now, sorry. But what you call it? Um we got the Knicks winning two straight games. Going for their third straight right now. They got a pretty good chance of beating Denver. So, so yeah. This, this new coach this new coach helped them a little bit. He gave After hearing this more. news, I think we should plan an Airbnb as a celebration for um <laughs> the Knicks finally getting two wins, you know, in our decade and straight oh, actually. It was against a G League team, so we could do like half a B and B or something. I don't know. 
I ain't gonna give them super credit because it's two of the worst teams. Somebody had to win. I mean, if both of you could lose, I think both of you could lose. <laughs> now the Kings, the Kings are a good team. They beat what you call it, Rockets and Mavs last week. They know they know slouch. That was a good win for them. I had a good win. One. But, but the Warriors, against the Warriors, yeah, anybody could be yeah, the Warriors this year. I know both teams could lose. The Knicks and the Warriors would have lost that game if it was possible. So <laughs> I ain't gonna give them too much credit for that game. All right, next headline, we got Zion. He's not making his debut till 2020. So, I mean, that's kind of vague because that could mean anywhere from January to... Never. To, not coming um, back to, like, after the All-Star April. Break. Oh, and at that oh. point, what's the point? They need to keep that man in the lab. So, what, y'all think he need a Ben Simmons treatment? I feel, I feel like they should. That should have been he the plan. Definitely the should. I don't they, know. I still want to see him play personally. Of course, of course, we all do. They put the Pelicans on national TV for like what forty games this year. Now yeah. they're gonna have to take away some of those games because they're looking like the worst team in the league too. Now they're looking pretty bad. And Ingram not carrying them enough. I'm not. Supp- I mean, that roster not bad. I don't know what it is. The Pelicans is something it's like a curse going on. I don't know I don't what know, it is. A lot of their players might be on the trade block soon because I want to see what happens. Though. It's trade season now. I think I think Lonzo will get traded again. He might be one of the we'll talk about that later because i got a whole bunch of trades that, that might might go down i want to talk about all right we got um Embiid. he responded to some criticism from shock and chuck and dropped 38 13 and 6 i like that and he said he, he admitted that they were they were right about him being like not as, as he should be yeah, they, they were definitely right though and i when Shaq said he got to put up 28 a night, I could see him doing that. To see him average 22 oh, is a problem But definitely. Me. And, like, he could definitely be on top, be one of the top centers ever, feel me? But I feel as if, hopefully, what Shaq and Chuck said changed up his whole season starting, you know, that game. Because especially him coming out getting zero points, uh-uh. And I feel like, I feel like Ben Simmons shouldn't be looking at the hook, too, because Chuck oh, was yeah, saying... Definitely. Chuck was saying that he should be up there with like Doncic and Anthony Kupo, like the way they're dominating right now. Like that's the way Ben should, because Ben has like the skills and he has a, um the size to do it, just like those guys do. And that's definitely a fact, because I be see, I mean, I be seeing Ben out here taking ten shots a game. I'm like, yo, bro, he's not being starter. assertive. You're a starter. I don't care how much of a playmaker you are. You're all star now. Feel me. You need mm-hmm. to go he's, he's one of the last options. He's still be getting buckets. Last True. option, last option or not though, you gotta realize he's six ten. Right? I don't know he's if y'all watch the games. He's six ten, he's to, fast. Tobias he Harris a, takes a lot of shots. That's a fact. He's a be watching it, he he take he take way too many shots though. Like. That's a problem. I think like anytime he gets the ball, he's scoring the ball or he's trying to score the ball. Mm-hmm. Simmons is I feel as if he can be more efficient. He could be like a Giannis. So, I mean, he he get a little jump. Yeah, that's what now. that's what Chuck was trying to like say. He was saying that um, that's what he should be like. There's no there's no excuse for that. He has the hops for it. I'm I'm pretty sure I seen him dunk on a lot of people. Not even I mean, just the hops. He just has the skill set to do it. And the skills. I, I don't think he has the mindset. I don't know. That's if it's what the it, that's what's missing. I think that's what that that's what separates him from Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell, to me. Because mm-hmm. Tatum got the mindset to go get buckets. Mitchell, you already see that boy take 20 shots a game, and he don't care. He could go for yeah. 20, he's still shooting. So that's probably what it got to be. He got to change his mindset. I don't think he's going to go too far until he changes his mindset. All right. Yeah. 
Harden dropping back-to-back 50-point games on efficient shooting this time. So I'm, I'm I I'll give him I'll give him now, credit. I'm usually one of those listen to me those James Harden slanderers, but I'll give him his credit for these 50 point games. Now I am a James Harden fan. I've been a fan since OKC. I am not hating. I'm not giving him a 100 percent you know credit because he played against the Cavs. You know, and he played against the Magic. I know. I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say that he played against two bad teams, but I mean to still shoot efficiently, I'll give him that. But uh, he's, he had he's a to do that. He's yeah, exactly. He's supposed to do that. Like it's not, it's not supposed to be as impressive as everyone's um. Making I, I want to see fifty point games against the Clippers and the Lakers or something like that. And I'm gonna say, I right, bro, you got it. Right. You want against? Did he give the Clippers fifty? Bro, he got Colin Sexton guarding him, bro. He got Colin Sexton guarding him, bro. Did he give the Clippers fifty or was it forty? I don't know if it. Was, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was around well, forty. Listen, whatever he gave them, it was inefficient. So no, that that, that was a good game for me. For me, with Harden, it, I don't care about the regular season for him. Like, I care about April, late April, May, possibly June. That's what I care about. I want to see that happen then. I'm a basketball fan, so I like to see anyone kill at any point in, true, at true, any true. Point in the season. True, you know I mean? true. So I'll give him credit when it's due, but true. when you got Colin Sexton going to you for a whole game, nah, don't get me wrong, I love Colin Sexton. But that man is like six feet two. Harden's like a nice six six. He's gonna kill him, bro. Not even that. No one on the Cavs could guard anybody. Nobody. Yeah, they can't even guard. Like they had Kevin Porter on him. They had, I think, Darius Garland. I think they had Teddy. None they, had they, they can't Jordan guard Clarkson. Him. They had Della Vadova. Come on, like all the names. That's the name? case. Then everybody should have fifty against the Cavs, and they don't. Of course, I mean, I'm not trying to say uh, that. Oh, his his fifty was meaningless, but I mean, it's James Harden. He's supposed to get fifty. Yeah, yeah. James Harden averaged eighty nine. So him getting efficient numbers against Colin Sexton and Darius Garden and Kevin Porter Jr. and Michael Phelps and Fournier and etc. is not that impressive. I'm sorry to say. It's I mean, I feel like, I feel like when people day, glorify everybody dropping fifty on the Knicks. Uh, yeah, like everyone, anyone dropping fifty on the Knicks and Madison, I'm not. I'm not really, you know, too excited about it. But then again, I, I have not dropped 50 points ever in my life. So I'm still going to give them some credit because that's hard, to, that's hard to do. But I know you could do it. And it's against these little weak teams. I'm going to give you some credit, but I'm going to give you 100% credit. It wasn't no really, not really a challenge for you, bro. All right. Then we had Kawhi and PG. I think it was Friday night. They dropped, They each dropped 40 plus each against I watched that Minnesota. Game. That was a good I game. I didn't watch it because I saw the box score and I was like, I saw, not, I didn't see the box score. I saw like the score and I was like, oh, this is a blowout and it's on ESPN. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it. But then I tuned in towards the end and I saw that Minnesota was like making a comeback. Like, I don't know. Minnesota's been kind of disappointing lately. I thought they would be more impressive than game. they are, but I don't the- know. The problem with that Minnesota team is that they're not a um a half court team. They're a fast break team, and also mm-hmm. all game they're a fast break team. So the only offense on like the, the regular offense is really just Cat and Wiggins. And once Random comes out, is like oh no, it's iffy over there. I they have Saunders' son coaching over there still, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think he's gonna get fired. Now he's too young, and they just they, they and I, they um the, the young players like him. The young so, guys like him, so I think he'll he'll stay. But then again, they can still make it to the playoffs. They were, I think, like ten and fifteen right now. That's not super bad. That's that's yeah. pretty mediocre. That's what I expected. That's what I really would expect around this time. But the way the way they came out off the out the gate, 
would have thought they would have had a better record by now, but that happens, bro. Like, I feel like they don't have like no offense to Jeff Teague, but I don't feel like they have a, a good point guard. Like, they don't. Jeff Teague comes out the have, out. Yeah, they have Jared Culver starting at point guard, and that's a rookie weird because Jared Culver is a rookie and he's a wing. He's like he's a shooting guard. Like you, I think Jeff Teague had like 32 the other day. So Jeff mm-hmm. Teague's still be having his games, but their their roster is just weird. I could say it it's is, weird. It's a, it's a weird roster. They need. I look at their roster. You don't see anyone who's really like who really stands out besides Cat and Wiggins. Yeah, like you see, Jeff Teague always been a mediocre point guard. Culver's a rookie. Gorgie Dieng been a good center as a backup, whatever. But then the other. Um, so I can't even say his name. Josh, whatever. Like, he's he's decent. A Koji, yeah, defender. he's decent. He's a good defender. I give him that. But like, when you look at the rest of the roster, it's like, all right, bro, who are you? And what do you do? Oh, and Covington, who's we're gonna talk about a little bit later. Hey, yeah, trade. he's iffy. Yeah, he's iffy. He's very iffy too. All right. Next headline we got um the Bucks. Their win streak stands now at eighteen. I believe. Yeah, eighteen. That's beautiful. That's, and that's, that's beautiful. And this week Thursday they got the Lakers, the Lakers coming Ooh. into town. That's good. I think that might be game of the week next week. I'm not sure, but I can't. Right now, I, can't. Ooh, I gotta see that. I can't wait for that game. Semester's Thursday, over. Where will be at? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be home. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna tell the guys link up for this. I'm definitely linking the guys for this game right here. This game that right here. Be a good here. game. Oh yeah. I hope. I hope. I, who you think gonna win? I don't know. That's Lakers is winning if nobody's injured. You said Lakers? Yeah. I don't know who's gonna win. I personally can't I answer this, this. This one, this was a toss up for me. This, this really, a, this really like a fifty-fifty thing right here. Because Giannis, I don't know. Oh, both no. teams is killing. Both teams got size. Both teams got a good bench. The Bucks got a better bench though, so that's a thing to me. I think the Bucks have a better bench. The Bucks, than the Lakers. I feel, Bucks got more. Um, I got. I feel chemistry. Like the Bucks have more chemistry, and they have more reliable three-point shooting as well. That's true. That's gonna be a great game, actually. Wow. They got they got Corver, they got Middleton, they got Matthews, they got Hill, they got DiVincenzo. That they is, got the Lopez I'm brothers. I mean, hearing this news just made my week low key because I I didn't know they were playing so soon. So, yeah, it is this Eric week. Bledsoe not gonna be playing either. Eric Bledsoe, oh, yeah, he's gonna be out. But I mean, the Bucks been able to weather the storm so far, so they don't got Bledsoe though. But either way, that's gonna be a great game to see. Especially with the records right now. All right, and the last bit of news is Luca is out with a with an ankle sprain for the next couple weeks. So yeah, here's what's gonna happen, right? So you you, weeks, you see that third team Mavericks or whatever seed they are, they they definitely gonna drop to at yep. least seven six C before Luca come back, right? Um, can they win a game? Yeah, they're gonna win. I mean, a few games. All right, do you want to hear their next games coming up? Yes, hey. They got they gotta um, play the Bucks. They got the Bucks. They got Lost. the Celtics. They got the Sixers. Lost. They got the Raptors. Lost. So what I'm hearing is like a four game losing streak. The Mavericks. <laughs> that's what I just heard. They said that. They said that's the minimum that he could miss. It could be more, and I don't. I haven't looked at the Mavericks schedule to see who they got coming up after that. But this could be real quick. I'm not gonna and, lie. Let it be more. I'll be damned. <laughs> Yo, they need what you call it. Porzingis is gonna have to show that he's made of that 160 million dollar contract he got, or else 
They're going to be calling for his head in Dallas. I think Porzingis has been playing good lately, too. Late. Let me go I check out that man's stats. Last time I checked his stats, I nearly, I nearly I, vomited. So I have no, I have I Twitter where like they they post a lot of um Porzingis' stats from like last couple games. Uh, let's see. Last, let's see. Where is it? Looking at it right now. Chat 22, 20, 13, 13, 19. 13 points. Points. Oh, the games. Last eight games. 13 points per game. 36% from the field. 23% from three on six three point attempts per game. You said last eight? Yeah, that's the last eight games. The only thing about last eight that cuts into last week. Yeah, that's. But still, I mean, last week, that's when he was putting up like seven points per I, game. I, I, this is the last eight because. That's what the tweet said. That's a that's a good sample size. Problem I have with him this season, he dropped thirty once this season. Once mm. in twenty five games, Mister Porzingis dropped thirty once. That's a problem. It's possible he could surprise us. He stepped up. Well, I mean, he's gonna have plenty night. of opportunity now. The ball, the, the offense is gonna be running through him now. And well, last game he took twenty one shots. So I mean, he can at least yeah, win the game, game. That's the game Luca got hurt and and. He but, stepped up that game though. Yeah, twenty two and fourteen. He did, but, but he shot seven from twenty one. So I ain't gonna say he stepped up OD. He still lost and he didn't play that well. And like, seven from twenty one ain't it? Um, when he was guarded by Bam, I have the stats here. Bam had him on clamps. I ain't surprised. That boy Bam doing things this season. Was he shot two eleven? When Bam defending him, two for eleven. See, so so you tell me for the next few games, and he doesn't do well against smaller defenders. And against that Celtics team, and have Marcus Smart all game. Now, I don't see how somebody could put Marcus Smart on a seven footer and that could go well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This look is scary. So what I'm hearing is for the next few games, you're gonna have Brook Lopez on him. Then he's gonna have Marcus Smart and they don't Ice, put, whatever. They don't put big defenders on him all the time. If the team has a good smaller defender, they'll put That's him on Porzingis. Sad. And Porzingis. <laughs> that makes you wanna cry. What is that? <laughs> what is that, bro? Are you? What do you mean to tell me? You're seven feet three, and teams are like, that's mad that she's Teams like, be like, teams be like, yo, let's put the six four guard on him and let's see how he does it against him. And the post, <laughs> where he just struggles. And I saw it all the time on the Knicks. And I was like, yeah, I want to vomit. I want to vomit. Cause ain't no, yo, I swear <laughs> to God, if my coach, if I'm six four, my coach say, yo, go guard that seven three man out there. I'm telling him, are you dumb? Are you dumb, bro? Are you crazy? If it's Porzingis, you'd be like, gladly, because he'll struggle. But, but, yo, for NBA teams to sit here and do? <laughs> I'm telling you. I can't wait to see what the Raptor scheme is, because they might throw Kyle Lowry on him, honestly. Nah, let Kyle Lowry lock him up. I'm not watching that. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not watching Maverick basketball no more. You're gonna miss Luke at these next whole week. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna watch every Maverick game this week just to see what happens. I can't uh, Me too. This. Me too. Because honestly, because you know why? It's gonna look like that next year they had the year they tore it. It's gonna be Tim Hardaway out there, Courtney <laughs> Lee, poor Zingas, and a bunch of randoms. And Seth Curry. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Watch. Y'all gonna see what the Knicks been through. 
these last couple years. Yeah. He said a bunch of randoms. Oh my gosh! No offense to the Mavericks <laughs> guys. They listen no offense to they Justin are, Jackson and the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. when Boban. Hopefully, you know what's crazy? Boban might just have to step it up this week. And the crazy uh, thing, my, play- my son oh, Seth Curry about to step up. Is he still about to start carrying? Watch Seth Curry. Curry. I think he had 22 last game, too. Yeah. I don't know why. So, Seth Curry got to activate that little Sharon guy that runs in his family and, like, start bugging. <laughs> that's, how was, that's how I was looking. He had to activate that Sharon guy and start wilding. But, yeah, um, it sounds like Porzingis is going to have a week of average. He's going to have a rough week. That's what it is. He had, he had six points. Week. Never mind. <laughs> he had 30 against Detroit, though. But, nah, he had six against Miami. Mm. Dang. All right, so... Let's get into the main, main parts, main story, main stories of the episode. Uh, I don't, I didn't, was it, did y'all have any games of the week? Because I wasn't really paying attention to that many games um, this week. I had Miami versus Atlanta. Oh, that was a good game. I watched that. I had Miami versus the Heat. Wow, look at that. What? Whoa. I have Miami versus Los Angeles, actually. Oh, the Lakers. Wow. Yeah. Lakers, I, yes. Miami is a really good team this year. I did not. Yeah, I, I watched that whole on. game. It was actually a great game. Like, it was actually a good game. Like, it looked like a playoff game for the whole game, I literally. In, I was in class for that one. I didn't Go watch those highlights. It was actually a good game. Um, I saw the end of it. I saw the end of it when Miami almost won, but I didn't get to see, like, the, the main part of it. Yeah, really what it was, Jimmy just missed some some clutch buck um clutch shot, but I mean it was a good game overall watching it. Kendrick Nunn had a decent game. Hero had a bad game, but Miami those played the, hard. Those Miami boys played hard. Though. Hero and Robinson. And I paid attention to both of them in college. I did not see this coming from them when they came to the league. And watching them play, Miami's real problem and why they may lose this season going on in the playoffs is size. Because the Lakers size? is yeah, the Lakers were just snagging every rebound. Yeah, they are lacking like decent size. Bam is like a really good big man down low. That's it. Then Leonard, the baby, he has Leonard, zero rebounds. Leonard is just there for shooting, and and so is Olenek. Olenek has for six rebounds, bro. Mm-hmm. Now so, Olenek be pulling like he curry. Yeah, they need another body, but I don't know if they. I don't know if they do to make another trade because they they have to. They have to. I need to get some bigs. They gotta get another big. I don't know who they. I don't know who they would trade. No, nah, they. I've been, I've been hearing a lot of mm-hmm. trade stories, but I haven't seen them involved in anything. They could trade Dragic, to be honest, and get something. If they wanted a big, they would have kept Whiteside. They should have kept Whiteside, to be honest. This season, they could yeah. use them. Nah, it's not, you know like, the it's not like two K where you can have both of them on the. But Whiteside play around too much, so I would have traded him too. The problem was for Whiteside in Miami is that he didn't. He wasn't. He didn't like that he was getting benched for Adebayo, and now he's seeing how Adebayo doing this year. It's worth. It was worth it in the long run making a trade. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You can't put both of them on the floor at the same time. You can't. That's, it would be dominant, but they wouldn't get the same, you know, exposure. No, nope. and and, and, and Whiteside wouldn't play. I think Whiteside's playing better this year because he he's in a contract year, first of all, and he to prove, and um. I feel like he's just motivated by the fact that he traded. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. White side. I'm gonna tell they gonna go with a younger guy. I mean, Bam is killing right now. He's looking like a top ten center right now. Also, I mean, he, I think he, right now he is he, a top five center. He is like he's. I said this. I said this on Twitter the other day. I was like, 
he is Miami's version of Draymond Green to the the mini Splash Brothers that they have with Hero and Duncan Robinson. He's starting to so, shoot, too. You, you know what's funny? Um, During the Heat and Lakers game, they said that Draymond Green is actually one of his inspirations. In mm. the NBA. So, I did not know that. And me neither, because I would... Listen to me. If you was ever, like, ask me who you think Draymond Green be inspiration to in NBA, I would say nobody. So, to hear that, I was like, now, wow. Guys in the NBA, they respect, they respect Draymond, though. They respect I know. But he said, yeah, he said um, Draymond Green is actually one of his inspirations, and that's, I mean, I can see that with the numbers he's getting right now. He's getting 11 assists, I think, back to back. Let me see. Yeah, he's, he's been getting triple doubles, and he's playing good defense. Yeah, so... When I, I saw him at Kentucky, when I saw that Kentucky with De'Aaron Fox and, and Malik Monk, I did not like anticipate this type of like play from him because he was like he was a lob threat most of the time. Like they just run. You know what we gotta remember though, and then they would just throw him the they would just throw him the lob. The thing about Kentucky, they sign straight five star players. They me? do. So you're not no, gonna see everyone's skill set. Yep, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And that's the same thing they said about Reddish on um on Duke. You didn't see his full skill set. I mean, I hope he gets not... his full skill set in a couple of years. Yeah, Tom so, because... I've been following a page called Frankie Vision, and he uploads every time Reddish has a bad game. It's like every other game. So <laughs> he be uploading Yo, his. Why would someone do that? Just post every time he has a bad game. Well, Frankie Vision, I know, I know, y'all know who that is. He be uploading yeah. um. He, he uploads college on college basketball. Shout out highlights. to him. He he uploads a lot of videos basketball wise, and there's a lot of work. I respect him. He be posting Cam Reddish bad highlights and stuff. I be seeing them on my IG news feed, and I be weak. I'm going to go a lot. I be weak. Because Cam Reddish coming out here playing like 30 minutes, getting five points, seven points. And that's I why Trey had that emotional locker room team. He's, he's pissed. Like, he needs some help. Off too. Like, how are you going to take some eight draft pick, give him 30 minutes, and he out there scoring five points? What is that, bro? What is that? All right. Go get a, so... a follow or something. Yeah, bro. That uh, let's see, it's trade season now officially, but most of the NBA can't. Well, actually, all of the NBA basically. But every anybody who got signed um in the off season can get traded as of today. So, got a lot of trades that might happen in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I know we just see something that said um this has been like the longest period without trade in NBA history. Yeah, the last trade was the Chris Paul. Westbrook, that was all the way July 16th, so it's been a while. And I feel like once these trades start happening, I feel like that's when like the ratings and stuff will go back up because like certain teams will be more exciting to watch because of certain players they'll get. Stuff like you know that. what I think is responsible for all of this? I think that little G League partnership really changed the NBA this year. Uh, what, what we're seeing is these two-way contracts, I think are Preventing trades from happening to me in my eyes. Before wow. this, I don't know because, like, I feel as if teams are bringing up G League players and giving them chances mm. and doing so. I mean, that's what that's how they found Kendrick Nunn while. And I think if he was in the G League, I don't know. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn, he was in the G League. He was playing for the Warriors see? G League team, too. And I know the Warriors are pissed that they didn't get a chance to sign him. Yeah, see, look at that. So I feel as if this little G League sponsorship, boom, like, I feel as if that's what really changed the little trade thing going on because. Now what we're seeing is a lot of teams have a lot of no-name players. You know, like who who is this mm. whatever? These are G League players for me. That's so that's what nobody knows. But now. I feel like um I feel like also it has to do with just that that whole contract situation where like in the contracts they can't get it until December fifteenth. So I feel like a lot of teams are gonna start getting into the, the trade conversations. 
So I got I got a whole bunch of names I wrote down here. I wrote we're kind of loving the Cavs. I know we expect them. Mm-hmm. He was going to Portland, right? Yeah. Well, they said well they denied it and said that he Portland isn't really like even though it is like the top destination, he kind of like came out and said that it doesn't really. I don't know. Not that it doesn't really matter, but that point isn't the top option. But we kind of know that it is because he grew up in Oregon. So I don't know where he's going to fit in that I don't know where he's going to fit in that team or who they're going to Well, they're trading for Whiteside probably. Oh, no. I don't think Portland that's a, would do that's that. A bad, that's a that's bad, bad trade. trade. That's a bad trade for Portland. Why do you give up Honest? defense for less defense? Why do you give up defense for less defense? And more shooting. Honestly, more it's because you do that trade, you do that trade for playoff push, and you would do it for um, because Nurkic mm-hmm. is coming back, and you don't want to put, you don't want to. Yeah, um, Nurkic is coming back. I could say that, but that's yeah, like is coming back. months from now. But why not try Nurkic and Whiteside first? See how that works, then trade one of them. The thing back. is, the thing is, um, I'm trying to see is that his contract is expiring this year. Yeah, they I want. Think, yeah, they want an expiring contract because Kevin Love's contract goes in for another three more years, I believe. So the Cavs want an expiring contract. They want a young player. I think they have all those. So it makes mm. sense to do it. Unless you're not sick. Let's gonna trade Bazemore because Bazemore is the other expiring. Oh, definitely. He's he's been playing bad recently, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of him. And he go. To but I don't know if the Cavs would be willing to take that on. I think the Cavs. Would I, I feel as if they're him. gonna throw him in a little package with him. If anything. Well, I mean, Portland. Portland's actually involved in a lot of trade rumors because their team is not doing how they thought they would do so for example i heard that they are in on the gallinari sweepstakes as well Who i know that i go trade mellow for no gallinari mellow no, 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 no. no, is mellow is here nah. to stay anyone else getting traded. <laughs> not getting traded. Uh, probably in his contract to be honest it's not it's not even that the contracts wouldn't match up mellow's contract is like two something mil i believe so and gallinari has a pretty big con- not a pretty big contract but he has a bigger contract than that the only thing I would say is they would probably use Kent Bazemore's contract to send for Gallinari. Bad trade once again. But um, or or another trade I was I saw or I I think I heard was um Whiteside and Bazemore and like a pick for Gallinari and Adams because they also okay. want to Adams. That that will be more realistic. That'd be that'd be I won't be surprised if they get rid of Chris. Nah, they want to get rid of Chris Porto. They say he on a trade block as well. Actually, I saw something. I was watching the the Woj and Lowe special today, and Woj said that, and we all know when it comes from Woj, we know it's official. But um, they said that OKC is unlikely to trade Chris Paul this year. Hmm. So Chris Paul's gonna be wearing that OKC jersey all year. I know he want to go to the Bucks, but the Bucks would be stupid to do literally any trade. Yes, is OKC unlikely to trade CP3? I ain't surprised. But they are probably going to get rid of Gallinari, Adams, maybe even Schroeder, too. Schroeder. The reason why Chris Paul's unlikely to get traded is probably due to the contract size. No trade contract, and that he had money coming in, right? Not even, no, it's just that the contract is too big to trade. Like, no one is going to want to trade for it. Unless I'm just, that's understandable. Really Chris Paul. And I'm saying, nobody really wants nobody who's averaging 15 or like 7 right now. So, he, <laughs> Yeah, but the most common I'm seeing for Kevin Love is um him going to Portland. I heard I heard some uh, rumblings about Phoenix. Maybe you know Phoenix what we forgot about? We forgot about three way isn't it three way trades? Three team trading? Three team trades? I heard a lot about those. I'm just hearing a lot of 
just like single, like, just two teams. Because I've heard, I think that happened last season. I can't remember who. But I believe three trades, three trades happened within three teams, and they, it was like draft picks, some players, some money. Yeah, sometimes that happens, but. So if that's the case, I could definitely see Kevin Love going to OKC, and um, I went to OKC. Yeah, and then Gallinari getting traded, and somebody else going somewhere else. Like I see that happening in that case, and then like um, Gallinari goes to the drug bases, and OKC could get Whiteside, drug bases get Adams along those lines, you know. But who who the Cavs get? Um, I don't some more bums. I don't know something like that. Cavs, um, Cavs just want the young players. For all you know, they could get shorter. They could get shorter. They could get um. Even I don't. I, I do want Ferguson. A playoff team at this point. some players. But um, what do you call it? Uh, some guys that um, I didn't accept their extension this off season are are, are on the trade block as well. As in uh, Bogdanovich from the Kings and Malik Beasley from the Nuggets. Those guys could come move as well. I have seen um one story on this website. They talked about Bogdanovich possibly being traded to the box to make up for Malcolm Brooks' spot, which I can actually see it. I would that would help the Bucks a lot. I think that would give them some some sort of a little closer towards the end because Bogdanovich has hit a lot of clutch baskets for the Kings, and the Kings are kind of locked into their future with um with Heald, Fox, Bagley, like those guys. They're all gonna get their money. And who else is on the team? Yeah, they they they're pretty much locked into those three guys. And you you don't want you don't you don't want to pay money for a six man. You don't want to pay a max money for a six man. So how you feel mm-hmm. about? And then Lee Beasley on the Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets have a he's good in the Nuggets have a lot of wings. So I don't know where he would be shipped off to. But... I felt as if trading wise, the Nuggets probably have the best team to trade. Trading wise, like they have a lot of so much talent. They have a lot yes. of rings. They got a lot of talent over there. And they could definitely get some big names over there with the talent they got. Like, even Moritz off that bench is nice. Everyone off that bench is nice for me. So yeah. The Nuggets could definitely do some moves and get into that, you know, top four. I, on the on the Woj show today, they were talking about possibly having Drew Holiday shipped to the Nuggets for Gary Harris. Ooh. And Murray? Um, no, Gary Harris and no, keep Murray, but sh- trade Gary Harris, a salary filler, possibly a young p- player and a pick. Hmm. How do you feel about Joe, um, Drew Holiday? Well, Drew Holiday supposedly the, the supposed Nuggets. to be a franchise player until like Zion comes back, whatever. But like he's supposed to be a franchise player, so I don't know. If, they, if that happens, I'd be surprised if it's not someone like Murray instead of Gary Harris. I think it would be uh, I think it would be Gary Harris because they already have like their quote unquote point guard for their team in Lonzo Ball. That's very and, true. And they don't need another ball handler with Ingram. Ingram's a ball handler, and they got Williamson as a ball handler. So, hmm. I mean, they got they got some they got some good rookie guards. That um, Alexander's a good rookie guard too. So I can see that happen. Mm-hmm. I want to be super. super. They wouldn't lose. I mean, Drew Holiday is a big part of that team, but. Yeah, trading him wouldn't. I mean, this season already going bad, so we're gonna have to try something. Else. Exactly. And speaking of the Pelicans, I think Dev, you mentioned JJ Redick probably gonna be out of there soon. And he gotta go. He's yeah. getting older. And I think, I think he wants to keep up that playoff because he's been to the playoffs every year of his career. 
And he yeah, that's gonna really work. Definitely not. Yeah, he, he. I'm not gonna lie. Reddick is definitely not gonna be in a. I feel like the Pelicans could have dead made the playoffs this season with Zion playing. Probably. That's a the fact. Ingram is playing, but they also had um. They also had some injuries along the way too, like some guys getting hurt here and there. So I don't know. Mm. And then um, another player on the Pelicans, I don't know about maybe Favors gets moved well. Derek Favors. Derek Favors, yeah, he could definitely. I forgot. I forgot he's even on that team. Like he was out for a while because um, unfortunately his mom had passed, and he Ooh, spent a lot wow. of time away from the team. Yeah. Oh, he, his mom Dukes. Facts, and same to John Wall as well. Didn't get to mention. Oh yeah, same. Wall. Yeah, RP to John Wall's mom. Hopefully there'll be no John Wall patching this week. Nah, nah. This... I'm gonna let him rock this week. Speak. That's I'm all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna let him rock this week. You got him bypass. Yeah, we can't. Okay. We can't have. We can't have no John Wall jokes this week. Sorry, the mama wall. Amen. Amen. Sorry, this is out there. I got to come. Amen. Y'all coming for the wrong thing. We here to talk about real content, not John Wall. I'll be back next week, though. Yeah, we already know what's going I know once Rico come back in here and Frank, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Not John Wall. Actually, I'm about to just mute my mic, really. I'm about to mute my mic. All right, so, RP to John Wall, mom. RP. All right, so I heard Rockets are interested in um, Covington. That's actually going to be... That would actually be a good yeah, trade, like, trade for them. That's the players they look for. Mm-hmm. He's one of the they players act- they want. They actually had him originally, and then they got rid of him. They definitely did have him. I remember he was on that team. He was their, that was their first. He was that was his first team. And he yeah. traded him to the Sixers. Then they want him back. Like, yeah, they so salty for that. Yeah, now they want him back. See how, how well he developed. Up and if I was him, I was like, yeah, I ain't going back over there. Minnesota. I'd have been like, yeah, I want to get rid of me. Hey, right? all right, watch this. You going to stay in Minnesota? Nah, I don't leave Minnesota. It's too cold. <laughs> Bro, you got to go to a contending team. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. What, what other team? Could could benefit from Covington. A lot it's of not even about could. It's about who wants him. It it depends where he fits though. Like he could go to Miami and do something too. Like Miami could use someone like Covington. Even um just another defender with alongside with Butler. He go to Miami. He go to Dallas. The Clippers. The Clippers could use Dallas. Dallas is another team that could be. Oh, Dallas could definitely use him. Even a Trailblazers could use Covington. Trailblazers could use him too. With Rodney, it's about the team. Rodney. It's about the team that have the contracts match too, and the assets yeah. that team. But I'm not gonna lie. Okay, continue, continue. Go, go ahead. Um, like for example, the Mavericks, like they, I heard they get in on the Jigga Dollar sweepstakes, and they have. I think they think they might have the assets, but they might be, they might not be able to give Memphis first round picks that they want because they gave the first round picks to the next trade. So, so it's about it's about assets that teams have. So, I don't know what Minnesota's looking for for Covington. So, mm. I feel like Detroit need to get Drummond out of there. I heard about that before he leave on himself. I heard a team like um Dallas might be running for Drummond when he comes a free agent. Though next, this see, that's why they need to trade him. I don't know why they let people just go into free agents. He's not signing back with Detroit. At least I don't see it. I don't see why he would ever. I don't know. Some guy do. And then they end up getting traded anyway. After two, so. He already resigned once, right? I think. I'm he he had to. He's been on that team. He's been on that team too long. Yeah. 
I like mean, Campbell they traded. Right they gotta trade him for a lot of stuff. They gotta rebuild yeah, that. They gonna trade him for draft picks. Mm, that'd be fair. But in that case, he can't. He can't go to Dallas. He got. I mean, he would fit in Dallas though. The thing is, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas would have traded someone like Courtney Lee, his expiring, and another player, and probably I don't know what picks they're gonna send because they said, like they They don't got no picks there. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's why it's hard for Dallas to make the move for like Iguodala or any one of those. You could go to like I could see Drummond and like no. That young team. What team? New Orleans. Mm, but would you want to trade? Would you want to trade there now? Like he, I think he wants to get. If he wants to get traded, he want to get. I feel like a good team. If no, it's not about him wanting to be traded. He probably doesn't want to be traded. It's about the team trading him so they get somebody yeah. before they get nobody. If that's the case, we're not the Celtics. Celtics oh yeah, Memphis pick this I'll year. definitely get about the Celtics. Doing this they could definitely use him for. Sh- they could actually go far. They need Celtics, a center. They needed a big for so long. They want an AD. But it was something in his contract, right? Or he couldn't go. With AD, AD, the thing is, AD didn't want to go because he didn't know if Kyrie was staying. And we see that Kyrie did not stay, so. Yeah, he's smart for now. I mean, if he went there, still, though, that team still would have been nasty, regardless. So, I don't know. With AD and Kemba, and the way Tatum and Brown are playing this year, I mean, yeah. Nah, I feel like if he would have went, though, Gordon Hayward would have been playing like Kyrie is now. They would have been playing like the old Gordon Hayward. He's playing good right now since he came back. Mm. He playing good the whole season. Yeah, he be doing his thing. I give him that respect. And I was listening to another I'll podcast. The Kyrie effect. The Kyrie effect. <laughs> Speaking of the Kyrie effect, look how the Nets are doing on him this this stretch right now. They still I mean, how many games did he play with the Nets? Nine. Eleven, I think. Eleven. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, because that's really like that's just the Nets team that they had before, basically. Yeah, I'm Maybe. not going. To you you expect them to play. You expect them to play like. And the only thing they don't even have Karis Levert either. Yeah, mm, that's a thing. That's another thing. That's what I was I saying worry, last I, week. I, I worry about him though because he's injured a lot. Yeah, he's, right. he's very he's very injury prone. Sadly, he's he's actually a good player though. So he is when he's healthy. He's healthy for a fact. So hopefully he finally fixes that somehow. But then that's what I'll. I, I'm not going to speak on that carry effect. He comes back and he start losing. If he come back and he start losing, then I'm going to say, yeah. then again, I got to go look at the, I'm going to have to compare the schedules and I got to see them play against the same teams they played against without him. Right. Play with that's, him. Fair. Uh, that's true. That's fair. I feel like he that's just played better with another superstar. It's probably not on him. It's just that, I mean, he's just expecting somebody on his level. He's not used to like all the role plays. Yeah. That's true. What you call it? Uh, another surprising, I heard from another podcast was um, Kuzma possibly getting moved because Frank Vogel does not see it like I heard that Frank Vogel doesn't like the fit of Kuzma with the rest of the team. That's why Kuzma's minutes have decreased. He's always injured now. He's always injured now, and then his minutes have decreased from last year. Even when he was coming on the come off the bench last year, like his minutes. his mental like at twenty-two, and he doesn't fit because, um, I think it was Brian Windhorst. He was saying on um Bill Simmons' podcast, he was talking about how the players that always succeed on LeBron are three and D guys, and Kuzma is not a three and D guy. 
at all. No, he's not. He definitely I mean, not. with him, I, I think he should just get his ring and go. <laughs> he's, That's probably he the doesn't best shoot option. the three that well to be a 3 and D guy, and he doesn't play defense well enough to be a 3 and D guy. So, I don't know. Um, well, this is his second year in NBA or third? Yeah, 30 Kuma, I, think. I think this is third or fourth. Gonna be. I mean, him on a different team is definitely going to prosper. So, hopefully they, they, they get that figured out. Because he, I mean, I, when I watched him play the last time with the Lakers, he actually played well. The game well, that was, not, that was without Anthony Davis. That was without, what are you talking about, last year? Talk about this year. He had one this decent game. I haven't watched him play since then. I don't think he's been getting enough minutes even. Yeah, they did. Vogel decreases minutes because he doesn't like the fit of um, him next to LeBron and AD. So, yeah. Um, I could see. He got, he got to go. Maybe it is time for him to go. Probably. He probably should have gone in that Pelicans deal, maybe. Mm, that's an iffy one. But I don't know, because back last season, I'll, you, it, it looked like he was the one that was better kept, yeah. than Ingram. So that's the thing. Ingram wanted got his own team. Now they're like, damn. Now, it's the same thing will happen with Kuzma if he leaves. It's funny because, you know, yeah. Brian Windhorst was saying how it's funny how they traded Ingram and Ingram is the shooter that they kind of need on the Lakers right now. It'll be an Ingram spot. I mean, that would be in Kuzma's spot. And Kuzma's cool. like... Kuzma, I mean, I, Kuzma's never been that good of a three-point shooter, but we always saw the potential of Ingram being a good three-point shooter. So now Ingram is finally getting into that potential because he finally got his own team. They're like, wow, it would have really helped have Ingram shooting right now in the place of like Kuzma or something. I mean, you win some, you lose some. The Lakers yep. still have a good record, so true. That's what they should really focus on. They have a good record. True. Keep that's true for like playing with LeBron helped Ingram, because LeBron went down for like what the rest of that season, right? Most of it. Well, no, he came yeah. back and then Ingram got hurt. Ingram, yeah, but Ingram wasn't doing team. like he wasn't doing what he's doing now when LeBron, that oh, was no. his team. So I still feel like playing with LeBron showing, did help him. He was showing flashes of it though, because he was having. I mean, he was having like he was having some good games um before he had the blood clot. I feel like he's been showing flashes since like forever. That's why they drafted him so and gave him so much style. Yeah. But now he just got so much more to play. Uh let's see. Next name is of course Andre Godala. He got traded from Golden State. Uh, he been with the team at all. They said that they're not gonna buy him out. So the best option for them is they're going to look for a trade for him. So that immediately removes Lakers off that list of getting Andre Godala, unless they want to trade Kuzma Godala, which I doubt they would do. But, um, yeah, I don't know what team. I heard Dallas Clippers. I've heard Houston. I've heard um, Trailblazers all in the mix for um, Andre Godala. So what team do you think he best? Rockets. Rockets. Yeah. And I say Rockets because once they put my Rockets, they finally got someone to guard LeBron in the playoffs. Somewhat. Somewhat guard LeBron in the playoffs because nobody else on that team is guard LeBron. Yeah. I do, you think pl- do you think they would play him that many minutes? Definitely. He's definitely worth the minutes he plays. And he's not bad at shooting. Like He's been shooting. You can't forget, last year in the playoffs, he was still bugging. He was still doing his yeah, thing. He was- 
He was doing his thing last year. And it's crazy because before before he was doing his thing, I was saying to my man, like, yo, um, Andre is not that good of a player anymore, whatever, whatever. In the regular season, he looked washed. He did. Yeah, no. Regular season, he looked like me. He looked like me on JV. So I was like, yo, bro, something all right. And the playoffs come, he looked like Shamori Pons on, on Jeff, brother. He over here dropping 25 one game. Then come, I'm like, he was wild. So I'm like, all right, maybe playoff time. Playoff, playoff Iggy is something else. I'm, I'm going to say that for a fact. Mm-hmm. So I, I see them, that defensive presence, plus that, you know, he still shoots the ball pretty well. He could catch an alley still to this day. He could definitely, and that's, that's some veteran leadership on that team. That could definitely work out. That probably be the best team for him to go to in my eyes. In my eyes. Mm. I was thinking maybe um, Portland. Because Portland mm. needs that, that wing defender. Because I thought Bazemore would be a good wing defender for them. Because that's his kind of like, that's what Bazemore's reputation has been the last couple years as like a decent wing defender. But he hasn't come through. And I feel like Andre Goddard would give him that help. But the thing, the problem there. I mean, not even a problem. They could just trade. They could all the base more straight up his contract, basically. Match up. With Houston, I don't know who, how, what Houston would. Um, Who would they trade? Because Iguodala's contract is on 17. 17 million, you said? Yeah. So That's why it's that's why it's so hard for teams to trade um for Iguodala right now. Uh, see, I don't think he's worth no 17 million right now. But that's how that's what that's the contract he had for Golden State, and they traded it to the Grizzlies. So, and the Grizzlies, they sh- that's a case. I, I still feel like he, they should play him, though. At least, at least he doesn't, he doesn't want to play. That's the thing. They already agreed that, they're not, that he's not gonna play for them. That's his damn problem. He need to play. How you gonna be able to want to play? Because <laughs> it's not a contender. And that's, I mean, that's so selfish. But then again, if you're better than you want a ring. He got enough rings though, so I don't got, see he, why. He got, he got, but he's don't want to play for no rebuilding team. He need to go get his farewell, whatever tour, that little Kobe tour, and get out of there. If anything, <laughs> he got what he need. He did his thing. He did his time. He got lucky at the end of his career. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. He got lucky. Then again, they needed him because he definitely did good things for the Warriors. So I have the I have the utmost respect for Iggy. You know, he's pretty good. Always yeah. been a respectable player. Hopefully. Hopefully he finds a way on the Rockets. I want to see him on the Rockets. Hopefully it's funny. It would be funny on the Rockets because I feel like the Rockets was like the team that he was giving them the most trouble. Like he used to harass Harden and um, um Chris Paul all those years. Yeah, he definitely was a big. Pro- he definitely caused some trouble going to the finals. <laughs> He's not the reason why they didn't go to the finals, but he definitely was a factor, a, a big factor in that. Alright, so next names I got up here are we talked about them a little bit, Gallinari and Adams. Thunder. Yeah, so Adams. I, I want him to go. I personally want to see my boy go to the Celtics. Yeah, I want to see him on the Celtics too because they need. I want to see him on a winning team. Really, they, the Celtics need. They need a big man. They just need a good big man. No offense to Cantor. I'm, sorry, I'm but... a gonna lie. I think Adams definitely would not be on OKC by the end of the season. He's actually gonna get faded for sure. I think mm. for sure he might get traded. Hopefully, the Celtics, if they trade like, I, I, I feel like they could sacrifice Hayward and somebody oh, else. No. The Adams. No. The Adams? Yeah. Dev, Dev, what you think? They're not doing that. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not doing that. 
If not, I feel as if they could definitely sacrifice somebody, though. They could definitely sacrifice Peace and um can't I mean can't if I could only see how it'll probably be somebody young like Carson Edwards and maybe like Cancer. Or yeah, like want some players and picks. Yeah, yeah, Cancer definitely getting traded though. I think Cancer will be off that team before the end of the season as well. Even though he had a bad mm-hmm. he had a good game against seventy six of the day though. But if they trade up for for um Adams and and throw something else in there, I could see that going on. I don't think it'll be Adams alone. It'll probably be Adams and like Shorter. And then mm. if that's the case, they could definitely I'm they don't need Shorter, so probably somebody else. I don't know who. My OKC team is iffy this year, so anybody else and can trade it other than Adams is iffy. And the last name I got up here is a Marcus Morris on the Knicks. The trade candidate. I mean, um, he wanted to go there. He did want to go there and he says he doesn't want to leave. But so the, why get rid of him? If, if the thing is, he no, I saw a report the other day saying that a lot of executives in our league to think that the Knicks could get a first round pick for him. Man, in my eyes, because he's averaging about like nineteen a game, he's shooting like forty seven percent from three. This is his best year yet. Imagine what he's is he, a contender. That's the problem. His brother's still in the league. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Yeah, his brother's in the league. Dev, what you said? Yeah, his brother's on the Pistons. Yeah. But no, nah, yeah, that's the problem with the Knicks. They don't want to keep players that want to play for them. You and that's the thing, because to me, you you telling me you got someone who wants to play for your horrible organization, and you want to beat them because you get a first round pick, bro. Bro, but somebody who don't want to play is gonna be another Porzingis. Yeah, somebody yeah, who don't yeah, want to yeah. play for The thing is, the thing is, Morris is gonna be a free agent after this year. And why not get a first-round pick for someone that you had for just one year? The other team is giving up a first-round pick for a half a year of rental. Bro. That's like a good deal. Business is business. But at the end of the day, players are going to see that. Players already don't want to come to the Knicks. So they see they're unloyal like that. Nobody's coming at all. I see what you're saying, but... You know what I'm seeing right now? I'm seeing foolishness. <laughs> When, I'm, when I say foolishness, bro, because here we go, right? All right. So we, so let's say the Knicks do trade Morris, right? And they get a first-round pick. Who are they going to draft? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yo, they got oh, baited up on every first-round pick, first pick they've got already, bro. They've done baited up on all of them. So, yeah, okay, we'll trade Morris. All right, bro, we'll go take somebody who averaged like six in Europe and hope, and hope he does good not over here, bro. even, not even. Man, if the next one trade Morris, they gotta and eventually, the somebody, eventually, bro. eventually, eventually, like the way they play right now, most of the veterans gonna want out anyways. Like if they keep losing, most of the veterans are gonna be like, "All right, just trade me to a contender, or just buy me out." So yeah, that's what's gonna come to anyways. And then having all these veterans play in front of the young guys, like their development is being stunted. I mean. We don't know how they going to develop, but... Kevin Knox should be in that game as much as R.J. Barrett is in that game, in my eyes. Kevin That's Knox what I'm saying. Morris is taking that spot, so why not All just right. trade... That's what I'm saying. You trade trade the veterans for picks and and um young other young players from other teams that are not getting playing time. Have them play for your team. See if you can do something with them. And go from there. I could agree with that. I personally can agree with that. I, I, whoever's taking Dennis, Dennis Smith to get on the court, 
and get Dennis confidence need to go, back. Dennis Smith needs to go to the G League and go run that cardio over there. Uh, he needed his confidence back because he's a good player. And I, he, was he, actually does, one of my, and... he was actually one of my favorite point guards coming in from that draft. The team go out like this is... It, it ain't it. I ain't gonna and, sen- and since they, they stopped playing him, I don't know if he's still hurt or something, but they've been 2 and 1 since they stopped playing with him. They play, they start, since they stopped playing him. They, they, have, um, they have Alfred Payton playing. Alfred Payton, like, he really. I've been watching the last couple of games. He, he's a good floor general, and he, like, he, he makes everybody, like, stay patient and wait to get the ball. Like, make sure they run in the plays the right way. That's why they won those last two games, because of Payton. <laughs> Mm. I mean, I respect it, but I, I still I want to see Smith with some minutes or trade Smith, trade him at least, put him on a different team, let him go play somewhere trade else. Him. Who wants him? Nobody is taking that right now. Yeah, nobody's taking Smith right now. You gotta you gotta build that up first and then trade him. He, he averaged fifteen last season, bro. So he's not a bad. Yeah, I don't see. Why but the way he's playing right now, no one wants that. That's why you got to give him a chance, but again... They've been giving there. him a chance. He hasn't been taking advantage of it. I'm not talking about the Knicks. I'm talking about other teams. I feel like it's a mm. team to take a chance, like a, a failing uh, I don't team. Know, I don't know what team is going to be patient enough to take a chance on him right now. I, that, think all, I think all Orlando... teams got their own young players that they're taking chances on. I feel as if he could come off the bench for Orlando or something. Or even, even. or even the Bulls or something. Like, nah, the Bulls got, Bulls got three point guards already that are fighting for minutes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So even um the Pistons. Orlando. Some, somebody Orlando got, got DJ Augustine. They got Fultz playing. I don't know who's gonna take Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith just gotta be patient and get in that lab, do something. But I think that, that's it for I think that. That's all the names I had for the the trades so far. We'll see how these trade stories develop throughout the week, and throughout the next seven weeks till the trade deadline on February sixth. Yeah, February 6th. And let's get into the most improved player race. I feel like this is an interesting thing because there's a lot of names that are, like, competing for that most improved player. Mm-hmm. I already know some, but continue. We got Devontae Graham. We got Brandon Ingram. We got um, Shea Gilgis Alexander. We got Bam. And we got Jalen Brown so far. So unless... you can, we, can also improve, we can also add um, Brogdon as well. Okay. The person out... Wait, isn't Bam? What year is Bam in third? I believe so. Auto Bam and in, oh Ingram did have a two. But I think Bam. I think it's Bam will win that if that's the case. It's hard, and you can make the case for All Star for a lot of these guys. You could definitely say Bam's an All Star in the East. You could definitely say Ingram's an All Star in the West. And again, it's too much for sure. In the West. Not for With sure. Ingram, Not for sure. Not for sure. I ain't gonna say for sure because he's still a small forward, and those small forward spots. Are taken up by LeBron and probably uh-huh. Luca, maybe. Luca run one to the three, though. Yeah, Luca is like a hard position. What do you? Put yeah, Luca. His thing. Luca making an All Star game because he can play the one, two, three. So he gonna be in an All Star game. But LeBron other than that, you talk about the fours in a watch right now. I can't think of LeBron right now. Think of Luca, who's half a half a guard. You got PG and Kawhi. You got PG and Kawhi over there. You got um. A lot of forwards. Maybe, maybe he could maybe he could sneak in, but they team is he bad. Sneak in with so. injury. Yeah, he, he could sneak in with an injury. For all you know, Kawhi never gonna play with his little arrestance, whatever. So I don't know. Hey. We'll see how that go. But how do we feel about um Devontae? I would I would give it to Devontae and Bam. Not really too much Ingram. I would yeah, give it to a guy. A lot. 
Yeah. That was like a nobody. And that's why I really want to like put him with like Devonte. Because I mean, we already seen like what Bam was capable. At least I've already seen what Bam was capable of. That's why they traded Hassan to give him like the starting center role. But with Devonte, it's like he way. just came out of nowhere. Like I thought he was a rookie, to be honest. Like I don't know what that was. Where he was on the G League, wasn't he? He was on yeah. the G League a lot. Nah, last he, year. he was on the G League. And I think he played for some other team. And he was no, he was on the Hornets, but he didn't get much playing time because um, they had they had Kemba and they had Tony Parker playing a lot last year too. Oh, up to Tony, wait, what? he's injured right now. Something he retired. He retired, Damn. Kev. Come on, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even see that. I don't know. Uh, I saw that work when I had Parker. Tony Parker Bro, I thought he was still in the NBA. Really. I really, truly think he was still in the NBA. My mouth for y'all. I'm behind, I guess. <laughs> I, I like Tony Parker. Though. He was a good player. I should, I should be a Tony Parker fan back then. I don't, I don't blame you for forget about him, you know, because, like, that was weird seeing him on the Hornets last year. Really weird. Yeah, I, I wasn't used to that at all. But, yeah, he was he was behind those two on the depth chart on in the Hornets. So, he didn't got a lot of playing time. And when he did, I think he averaged, like, Four point something points per game. So, like, he started getting more playing time towards the end of the season because the Hornets realized they weren't getting to the playoffs. So they were like, we might as well just play our young guys. It was time to trade. It was time for him to retire. That he had to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, so I think the top front runners right now are Bam, Ingram, and Devontae. But Jalen Brown has made a really like I was making fun of him before, before the season because of the contract that he got, and I was just like. Y'all really gonna pay all this money for Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown is like not worth all that. But he came out and he's showing that he deserved that contract. Like he's a playing girl. He's shutting you up right now. Okay. He is. He is. And I'm that's what I like to see players do. I don't want to see these players come out here, get their money, and just relax on it. I want to see them come out and show that they they improved. Cause the Celtics need it because they they get they 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 um they lost a lot of key pieces from last year. Even though the team didn't work out, but they missed out a lot of guys like Rozier, Morris, Horford, Irving. Like it's a lot of key pieces to miss out on. So they needed that jump from him and Tatum. That's a fact. They definitely did need that. Um, they could use some more though for a fact. Yeah, they, they need, need like that drumming. They need help down low. They need that drumming for for sure, for sure. But I feel like the most improved player award is probably going to be given to someone who stepped up the most on a winning team, most likely, on or a team, team that, or a team that's in like playoff position. Not even just winning, but playoff position. That's true. Siakam was in a winning position last, so yeah. That's a do. Um. Continue on. Go ahead. Uh, do we think um so next mate next story guy is can the Bucks or the Lakers catch the Warriors seventy three and nine record? Can the Bucks and who or Bucks the Lakers? Who <sighs> I won't say it's not possible. You don't think it's not possible, or it is? Yeah, it's okay. possible. The reason why I would not say it's possible for the Lakers is because I know AD in his history. And yeah. I still, I'm still not hung up on the fact that AD is going to play every game this season. Yeah. 
I still don't believe that. I don't see that happening at all this season, really. I mean, I don't think he's going to play 81, 82 games for a fact. LeBron, okay. I know LeBron. I've seen LeBron do it years. So, mm-hmm. LeBron, yeah. But AD, no. And they need him to win those games. So, I don't see that happening. Not with the True. Bucks. Um, the Bucks, the Bucks have been through countless, well, not countless injuries, but they've been through their fair share of injuries. And yeah, so the winning streak afloat. The Bucks losing Middleton and the Bucks losing Bloodsoul and still winning games. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say they can go. Actually, if the Bucks beat the Lakers this week, I could. You could see them. Happen. You could. I could definitely see them going seventy-three and nine, or even probably. I don't know better. I, don't, I think it's hard to go 74 and 8. Like, that's that's unbelievable, really. 73 and yeah, 9 is un- unbelievable is. in itself, really. But um, then again, I don't know. And I the thing about... Continue, go ahead. The thing about that year is that they started um, 20, 24 and 0. They started 24 and 0. Like, they started the season with a 24-game win streak. And they never lost games back-to-back. Hmm. So that's something really, really hard to do. And the Warriors, they were gassed. Like they said at the end of the, that year, after that game seven in the finals, they said they were exhausted. Like catching, do, going for that record was something that was mentally and physically like draining on them. Nah, I'm going to call that. Last season was a legendary season. No, it was. They games, lost that season, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. There were games that were down by like oh. 30 at the half, and Clay, Curry, just, they went nuts. They went not. I'm not gonna lie. They had, they had a deep team too, just like Milwaukee has this year. So that's on like Milwaukee probably. And the, given that Milwaukee plays in the East, they have a better chance too. The reason, I mean, the Bucks could definitely do it though, because with those three point shooters, the difference between that Warriors team and this team is just literally that Giannis could score almost anytime he wants. Mm-hmm. And they got he got shooters around him. I gotta yeah. see who did, who did the Bucks lose to in the first place. Um, yeah, I know. Let me check that. I know right now they're they're still on a seventy win pace. They definitely on a seventy win pace for sure. Right Where's now, because I don't think they haven't lost back to back. I don't think so. Because the only teams I can see being a Bucks right now would be um seventy sixes. Um, maybe I can see them being on the Lakers for sure. Because they beat them. That's the top team. The Jazz beat them. They Early Jazz. Yeah. All right, that's early in the year, though, so it's different. And Jazz fell off since then. When they took their losses, it was losses like close to each other or like a couple of games apart. Their first loss was November 8th, I think. Oh, wait, no. Because their schedule list is actually. I got to go. Let me go look at it myself. I have this little score. Shout out to the score. Shout out to them. Free advertisement for them. Very good app right there. Um, let me see the Bucks. Bucks. So the Bucks. Uh, they first lost to the Heat. Actually, and Heat actually, a really good team this year. Oh, yeah, that's a great. I mean, I ain't. So next time they beat the, they meet the Heat. I think they're gonna beat them. And if they lost to the Celtics. Ooh, I okay. So they lost to some good teams. Yeah, they lost to the teams and they lost to the Jazz. But was it blowouts? It wasn't no blowouts though. They see. lost. They lost. They last loss was. Number eight. Damn, to Utah by three points, then they lost yeah. by they lost by eleven points, then they lost by five points. So 
All the teams they, they lost to. They haven't lost over a month. This is crazy. Well, look at the schedule they got. They got Philly coming up on Christmas. So that's going to. I'm, I'm thinking we might do an episode right after Christmas Day or like that night to break down the games. Cause I'm with like that because be, I'm gonna be watching every game. Like, like, I feel like, like that's gonna be a good. good there's there's a couple good matchups. There's a couple bad matchups. I don't like that. I don't like the Pelicans being on Christmas Day. Sorry, I know they had Zion scheduled, but that's not a good matchup. And I then, know if the NBA could remove that right now, they would. They I would because that one's gonna have the lowest rating play out of all of them. People are gonna I'm probably watch. gonna take that time out to go spend time with my family. <laughs> I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I be at on a, on a regular, so I'm not gonna have to leave my TV alone. That's the perfect time to go spend time with your family during that game. Yeah, I'm gonna go eat. Yeah, I'm gonna get away. I don't want to see the public. I might anymore. Just watch it just for the purpose of like having something to talk about for a little bit. But wait, what game? That might be the last game of the night. I think actually, it better be because ain't nobody gonna watch that. If it's not, yeah. they make it the last game of the night. That is the last game of the night. It's you sure it's not Clippers and Lakers, though? Because nah, they Clippers do Lakers play late. Clippers, Clippers and Lakers is midday. That's rare, but all right. Yeah. Pelicans in Denver at 10.30 on Christmas. Yeah, I'm definitely not. That's when you can probably start talking about it. So, yeah. So, yeah, during that game, you definitely start the podcast because we ain't watching that. We ain't watching all that. Right. And uh, I don't know. They'll, they, the Bucks are going to be in a 71 pace. I think they'll probably have the closest. They'll probably be the team that gets the closest to the 79 if they don't match it exactly. But I don't think they'll beat it. I don't think anyone's. Um, then again, it's possible. It's possible, but it's very hard. Um, The Bucks, I think they could get 70 wins this season, though, for sure. I believe they yeah. can get 70. The chemistry they have is just amazing. That's that's really what it is. I saw that little pregame locker room routine with that little wrestling thing. Yeah, they got the chemistry. Like they, they I actually, saw that. I'm like, wow, this is grown men doing this. Like they they they're friends, bro. Like they're real life friends. And you can see yep. they're enjoying their winning, and etc. Same with that's, the Heat. that's what that's what winning does. Winning winning brings the team together. So another team is also like the Heat. Like I was watching them. Um, I was watching it, like during the game the commentary like. The way they worked out and stuff, I see why they were successful. Like, they they actually make like they test out their players for body fat every week. Jimmy had them in the gym like four o'clock in the morning every practice. Like, so I see why they so successful. Yeah, but I think they still need some trades to be. They need to get bigger. That's, that's they their do problem. for sure. They got to get bigger. And I, I still want Bucks to make a trade because I feel like they like. What I was saying earlier about Bogdanovich from the Kings, I feel like that would be a good move for them. Like use some of those young players that they have and send Bogdanovich to the to the Bucks. I don't see why Giannis can't become a closer. He needs to become a closer. He I feel, he is the I mean, they don't even need a closer these days because during this win streak, they've been blowing out teams similar to when the Warriors had their win streak. They were they, where they were just crushing teams and Steph would sit like the whole fourth quarter. Giannis, yeah, I don't think Giannis has been playing a lot of fourth quarters lately. I think he's been sitting for them, so that's probably why all their losses has been close games because then we got a closer. If it if it's not a blowout by the third, then they got to figure out how to close that game. They they closer is usually um Middleton. Middleton, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's I, right. 
They can definitely use, I mean, Bogdanovic is definitely a good player, though. Like, and he's a he's a good closer. He's the one that hits all the clutch shots for the Kings when they need a basket in the clutch. Damn, I see. I, I don't watch Kings basketball like that anymore. Yeah, I watch. I watch the Kings. Uh, I watch the Kings a lot because um, I like Fox and and Bagley, and Bagley just came back, and Fox is on his way back. So, yeah, he just so. Hit, he just he just hit a game winner the other day against I believe KC. Okay, mm, let's talk about a, how Buddy Hill finally playing out the little contract he asked for. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when he first when he first was tired, I'm like, yo, bro, who are you, bro? Who he was complaining you? a lot for his contract. He's like, yo, bro, I need this money. Nah, uh, I need more, like. But he finally, finally played up the standard. Mm, I'm proud of him, though. He's doing his thing. He, he I think, he averaged like 20, 20, like twenty four points, like for the last few games. So he, he definitely doing his thing. And I respect that. He was a good player in college, four-year player. So to see mm-hmm. him do so well, I like seeing four-year players go to the A's and like succeed. Yeah, because they have a they have a bad rap. Yeah, bro. It's, to it's say like four years they, is like saying you suck. You don't belong in the NBA. It's like, oh, you you too old now. We like, but those guys they usually come in the league more experienced. More com- yeah, they come in the league more complete. Cause like, look at Kuzma when he came in. Exactly, they come they come in better to me. Kuzma so, came in. He came. He came polished. Basically, his game was polished from college. I feel as if Cam Reddish should have been one of those players. But it's I'm hate. telling everybody, yo, when Cam Reddish said he was coming out of the draft, I was like, he needs to stay in Duke another year, just like Trey Jones did. Him and Trey Jones should have been together. This that Duke team. He probably would have been the star of this year's Duke team because Duke doesn't have a star this year, honestly. Really. So they got, I don't know. they got that big man, Vernon Carey. Vernon Carey, yeah, he he be playing well, but like like a solid wing player, they don't they don't have that. I don't think they had a lot of top five guys come in, but they haven't really solidified themselves. Like if Cam had stayed another year, I feel like Cam would have solidified himself because he knows the system, the offense. I mean, he has, K would probably trust him more. He had his career harder than me, so let's hope that just you know. Let's hope that that I mean the next team he had five, but um, let's hope that, that that helps him build some confidence and come into his game. But they 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 were jacking that boy for to have a better career than Zion, and that's a big thing to say for someone yeah. who did not even get like a VMV. Still don't know how he plays because when I was on that Frankie page, he be just exposing Cam, saying how he don't look ready for the NBA. Like, yeah, I gotta go on that page, go on Frankie Vision page. And just watch. <laughs> Look for Cameron's highlights. He has has a highlights of him missing. Has a missing layups and turnovers. Go t- go tune in. I can send you a link if I need that. Go tune into that. I'm about to, I'm about to check it right now. I, I can see he be missing. He be missing some some easy layups. I'm not gonna lie. Some good play. I know y'all saw that spin layup he had. That was pretty wavy, but that was the waviest miss I've ever saw in my life. <laughs> I, 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 I go, that was the waviest miss I've ever saw. But um, since since you since the, we like to um bash John Wall. I'm gonna join Frankie and bashing Cam Reddish, I guess, because uh, he got he got to pick it up. You know, those highlights of him playing bad is, is wait is which kind of funny. Which, which Frankie Vision? Which Frankie Vision channel? Because like I seen like a bunch of them. But, now on YouTube, better go on his IG. Better go on his IG. I, oh, oh, let me check it because go on his go on his IG. He has like a whole segment where he just he singles out Cam Reddish highlights. <laughs> it's, it's actually hilarious. Yeah, that's cool. Think, like, like, but, Oh yeah, let's talk about Ricky the Year now. Before we end this segment, well, how y'all uh, feel now? I don't think Ricky is 
going to change like too much got, unless Zion comes back. <laughs> Jocelyn doing his thing for sure. He, uh, that dunk was crazy. That dunk was wild for sure. Uh, um, I feel like John Morant's still in there. Eric Pascal doing his thing low-key. Um, Andre Hunter be having his games. I, I've been watching him. He has his he don't games. have enough of them, though. Yeah, he don't have enough, but he definitely have his games. Nah, this camera is how they get in black. It's hilarious. Wow. Um, you know, in the comments, tell him to leave Reddish alone. Yes. <laughs> Yo, he seemed like a hater, bro. Nah, he don't like. He doesn't like. He says he doesn't believe. The reason he Isn't doesn't he, he doesn't believe Cam Reddish should be in the NBA right now. So he. I was just like, you gotta stop hating, bro. Cam Reddish tough. Like, <laughs> yo. Yes. I've never seen something like this. Nah. Someone said just because he's not playing doesn't mean he's not in the gym. It takes time. Like everyone defending him. Like damn, bro. But yeah. <laughs> um. Let's let's for this podcast. Let's hope for a successful wall. Come back and a successful Cam Reddish season. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you're gonna hope for. Yo, he said Cam had twenty five points in thirty six minutes and plus minus of minus one. It seems the Nets took the night off. No defense being played, <laughs> and oh, the Hawks lost. So meaningless stats. <laughs> but enjoy this video. It's yo. Nah, Cam Reddish have to drop like four next games. Huh? Nah, he been this doing this every game though. I don't know if he's been in the comments reading it. I don't know. Someone said that like twenty five point game. He finally wrote the comments. In the next game, he dropped five, and I was I was just weak. I was just crying because no, why I, he be bothering Cam Reddish? Like I had I had like some Cam Reddish like not slander, but I had criticisms of him coming out of the out of Duke. I think he just stayed, but I'm gonna go here bash him after every game. Like, you know, you know, we gotta make what we gotta get Frankie Vision on a podcast when he's better. Try to get you to talk to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, we gotta talk to him. Ask him why he hates him. That's his problem. This, this is gonna be interesting because I know he knows basketball. So I want to talk to whoever this is. Yeah. I want to speak to him about uh, about basketball a little bit. I want to see where this hate from camera came from because it's actually very funny to me. Oh, man. Yeah, um, Are we are we going to speak on any college basketball at all? Not, we, not, not, not yet. I want to wait till. Till March, because that's you want to wait till March. Really All right, that's fair. Heat up. Pretty much is fair. It's fair. Cause this um, I like Mac McClung. Yeah, he plays well. I forgot he stayed. Yeah, he stayed. He Cam Reddish should have been on his time. Like, Mac McClung, yo, he's so looking he, better. He's still, he's still in Georgetown, right? Mm-hmm. Georgetown. It's it's because so many people telling Cam Reddish that he was gonna be a top, a top ten pick, and he ended up being a lot of high school. He was a top ten pick, but he should have stayed. Two? No, he was number. He was number two or three coming out of high school. I think it was. He was. He was. He was like in the top four. I think top four or five. No, it was definitely top three. Duke had all top three. I think he was three. He was three. Even John Morant, RJ was one, and Zion was two. Cam was three. Yeah. You said John Morant commentary. Yeah, John Morant was like, "Yo, bro, Cam is a player, so y'all gotta stop this." He said, he said, he said yeah, I can't believe y'all, man. Camel Hooper. I mean, he, I mean, he ain't hooping that much. But, yeah, I mean, y'all see, y'all, y'all, y'all had to see that video where everybody was talking about like how much Cam then gave them when they played each other. Mm. So everybody just, I don't know if y'all, did y'all see that? Yeah, nah, I didn't see that. Y'all never seen that? He's talking nah, about like who did them the worst. He said Cam Reddish did him the worst? It wasn't like NBA players. I was like oh. college and high school players. I'm going to watch that. talking about how much Cam gave even RJ Hamp- Hampton over here, like, yo, Cam slapped his. He said, he said, Cam slapped Frankie mom. Like, 
<laughs> so I mean, he don't like it though, bro. Like he said, the Nets took a night off in his career highlight. That's mad hate right there. It's a lot of hate. That bro Cam Reddish told me to keep the energy, and he backed that up. How is Darius Garland? Career high twelve points might be the best rookie ever after his unbelievable performance. Yo, he's so <laughs> mean, yo. But now nah, Frankie definitely got some respect from NBA players and etc. So to see him not like Cam, that's where it is. I, I probably our, our viewers probably don't know who he is. Hopefully they do because I know we. I yeah, be watching sure. his highlights. I be watching that man highlights. A lot of he posts he posts on YouTube a lot of college basketball highlights. So I think a lot of people yes, know a lot. Yeah, you know who he is. Yeah, he has, he's a big name in basketball right now, highlight wise. So I'm, I I respect him. But I don't know. This is this little camera disrespect is funny to me. Nah. <laughs> I sent the I sent the link to the chat. Uh, Just look at the beginning of the video and it was still going. Oh, that's not even long. Alright, so before we end, we want to talk about um the Rockets and the, uh, the Timberwolves. They're fighting over uh, Lizzo. Having, <laughs> they wanted Lizzo to... I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that one. Nah, nah, I'm open my mouth. Keep talking. Let me hear what you got to say. Alright, so Rockets had invited Lizzo to um dance with the Rockets cheerleaders or the dancers. Um, I think it was at either halftime or just for the game. And then I think the Minnesota was on Twitter. Wait, do I, they, they need a new mascot or something? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. Wait, I forgot we had a podcast about basketball. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, it had to do with the basketball team. So Minnesota, I, Minnesota was um basically saying, oh, well, she's from Minnesota so or something like that. Where they were like, well, she needs to come here first or whatever. Let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. If the Lakers had lost that game with Lizzo attending, she would have been the reason they lost. That's all I got to say. That's one thing I got to say, right? Uh, um, continue, continue the story. Look, I didn't hear the story because I don't want to hear no stories about her. But continue the story, bro. I'm here. That, that, that was the story. So they're fighting over having Lizzo in their... Um, Dance their... with them, I guess. Yeah. Because they saw what happened at the Lakers game. I guess they were impressed. I don't know. But they she want was... her dancing in there? They don't want her dancing in there? They want her dancing in there. I don't know if it's the same outfit that she had during the Lakers game, but they like the publicity. That's what they want. Aaron is no sadness my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The Rockets yeah. and the Timberwolves, y'all deserve better than this. Rockets. <laughs> at least ask for Riri at your games. Why you want Lizzo at your games for, bro? Y'all don't. I'm trying to watch. I don't want to say too much because I know we have viewers who probably fans of her. So I'm I'm gonna just keep my mouth shut. Just just win just win some games. I right? stop worrying about fighting over mascots and stuff. Like, bro, just do better, bro. <laughs> Y'all gotta do better than that. Y'all fighting over having her. Like, I'm pretty sure she can take both games at the same time, bro. Like. <laughs> Actually, forget it. Let's scratch that. Let's scratch that. Yo. Yeah, yo. All right, bro. Just sit Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Priorities are messed up. I swear to God. All right. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. 
and we'll catch y'all next week.